This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas. And now, your host, Pastor Sergio Sandoval. God bless you, Pastor Sergio and Pastor Peter from Faith, Hope, Love Church here in the Dallas Metroplex area. Faith, Hope, Love Church here in the Dallas Metroplex area. Pastor Sergio and Pastor Peter with you. God bless you. You want to say hi? God bless you, everybody. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. That's right. Welcome. Uh, Pastor Peter, some of you might not know that he's just, a, he's a new father again. It's been oh, how long? Oh, man. It's been 20-something years, Pastor. <laughs> and how old is it, Lazi? He's going to be nine months. Well, praise God. Nine months. Praise, praise God. The Lord. Looks just like you when you were little. Believe me. I remember that. But God bless you. Glad to be with you in this podcast. Uh, we're continuing the subject that we started on the end of the world. The end of the world. My, my, my. O como dice Pastor Pedro, well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Uh, the end of the world. I say that because uh, um, people have always looked at that topic, uh, not always, but, you know, here lately, they look at a, that particular topic as something that's eh, kind of loony, kind of crazy, kind of uh, not for real. But as we spoke of last time, it is a for real, a real biblical factual event that is coming that it is coming, the end of this earth, yep, the end of heaven and earth, and to be replaced by a new heaven and a new earth. That's what the Bible promises. That's what Jesus himself, our Lord and Savior, promised, all right? A new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah, it says, John says, and I, I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth for the old heaven and the old earth were passed away, and the the seas were no more. No more oceans. Atlantic, Pacific, mm-mm, gone. That's right. No more oceans, no more continents. That's right, all gone, all gone. Gone away. That's right. Now, uh, it's biblical. It's happening. Now, we also talked about how uh, no one knows when. No one knows the day nor the hour. Pastor Pedro, Peter wrote, uh, read it from the Bible where Jesus said, no one knows, not even the angel, not even me, myself, Jesus said, only God the Father, only God the Father. So we must be prepared, must be ready, living a life worthy of his coming, worthy, loving the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. And I wanted to go into a couple of more uh, points with you today on this podcast about the end of times, about the end days, about the end of the world. Okay. Uh, and one of the biggest things that I wanted to mention is uh, the point that uh, it's important when you're talking about the end of the world and the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's important to stick to the Bible. That's one of the biggest things you've got to remember when you're talking about debating or or discussing or teaching on the end of the world, the second coming of Jesus. Stick to the Bible. Why do I say that? There are numerous volumes of books 
commentaries and, you know, just uh, articles written on the subject of the end of the world, the coming of Christ, on prophecy, prophetic happenings. And not to mention movies that were made about it, have been made about it, movies and shows and songs and uh and a lot of it, you know, uh, a, a lot of it, it, it's, it, you know, it's good. I'm not going to say it's not. It's good. It's a great thing, you know, but a lot of it has no Bible base, no Bible base. So it's important. Stick to the Bible. Stick to the word of God. In, in Timothy, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, what does it say? All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Instruction, doctrine, teaching, truth, truth. You want to know the truth? You want to be instructed properly about the end times? Go to scripture, the Bible. The word of God in the last chapter of Matthew, Jesus in the Great Commission, we don't have to read it, uh, in the Great Commission, Jesus said, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all things which I have commanded. I, it, Jesus says it's important to, to know what I had to say about these things. And not just stick, to, so, so that brings me to this point that it's not only just important to stick to the Bible, it's important to stick and concentrate and focus on New Testament teaching. New Testament teaching. What am I saying, Pastor Peter? That what Zechariah, what Daniel had to say, what Micah had to say is not important? No. No, you're not saying that, Pastor, but... Uh, could you be moving towards something like because the New Testament is more of fulfilling, oh. fulfilling, fulfilling. It had been written, but I say, Jesus said, what? It had been written. It was said in the Old Testament, but I say, Jesus said, but right. I, he came to okay. clarify things. He made, came to make it clearer. He, he came to make it more understandable. Sometimes those old prophetic scriptures have truth. Yes, have truth. Yes. But they're a, a bit difficult to decipher and to understand. Amen, Pastor. I, okay, so it, because Jesus is the fulfillment of... Yep. Of it all. Of it all, of the whole shebang. And he goes on in the New Testament. That's why it's not just important to stick to the Bible, f make your focus the, on the New Testament, and I'll bring it, filter it down even further. Stick to the teachings of Jesus. Amen. What did Jesus have to say about it? What? Be, and trust me, our Lord spoke a lot about his coming. Jesus spoke a lot about his coming again. There's plenty there. There's plenty there for you to decide what's right and what's wrong, what's true and what's not, what's ambiguous, what's doubtful, what's, what's difficult, and what's plain. Stick to the words of Jesus. That's why he said, teaching them to obey all that I, Jesus, I, Jesus, have commanded. So that's so important right there. That's so important. I'm, oh, my God, I can't, I can't stress that enough. Only because, you know, sometimes you get into this, you know, uh, concentration in the book of Revelation. 
not bad. That's not bad. That's wonderful. That's great. But remember, it's written in the literature, in a literary uh, uh, style, apocalyptic, uh, that, that with symbols and, uh, and certain symbols might mean something today in 2022. And, and those symbols meant what? to Some, Something completely different. To in the, the first century, people, right. To the people living in the first church. Yeah, that, that symbol might, it might not have meant what it means to us today. So, you know, it's, it's better, 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 better. Stick to the words of Jesus because trust me, there's plenty there. There's more than enough there it, uh, to, to make up our minds and to decide and to know uh, what is and what is not. Uh, now, let me say this as far as all, uh, the end of the world. Uh, basically, it's going to happen in two, it's going to happen twofold. It's going to, hap- it's going to come about in two ways. It's going to happen uh, twofold. I'll say it again, twofold. Uh, number one, it'll be very violent and very disastrous. According to Scripture, according to New Testament, according to the words of Jesus, it'll be super violent and super disastrous, which uh, that brings us to a very scary part, <laughs> obviously. Uh, let's go to the Word of God. Let's go Matthew 24. Pastor Peter, read here. Matthew 24, verses 16 through 22. 16 through 22. Then let them which which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is in the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. Verse 19. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter neither on the sabbath day oh wow that all the way to 22 pastor okay verse 21 sorry for then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time no nor ever shall be and expect those days should be shortened there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Very dangerous, very violent, very destructive, very disastrous. It will happen. It will come. It's going to, the removal of, of earth, heaven and earth, the doing away, the passing away of heaven and earth is going to involve violence. It's going to involve disaster, destruction. Destruction on a massive, massive scale. The Bible said because a new heaven and a new earth replace, are, are going to replace it, right? Well, for, for this earth and for this heaven that exists today to pass away, it's going to involve destroying it. Destroying it. And, and I've said it many, many, many times, uh, Pastor Peter, about the existence of... Uh, it, we, it already exists. The ability, uh, that's the word I was looking for, the ability to destroy this planet a hundred times for over already exists. The, the armament, the biological, the chemical uh, means, the explosive means to destroy this planet 
a hundred times over, already exists. Nuclear armaments, chemical weapons, biological weapons, the ability to just do away with everything, it already, it, we, we already got it. We've already got it. We're already in possession of it. It's just a matter of it eventually falling into the wrong hands. The wrong hands. Uh, falling into the hands of evil people. People that are completely evil. And we'll talk more about this later as far as the events of the, la of the, of the last day. But the Bible does talk about a super evil person. A super evil leader rising up among, among us. Uh, along with a false prophet that will help deceive the entire world. And so he will usher in. And the Bible talks about that, that all the authority and power of the dragon of Satan will be given unto him. And so, yes, great destruction, mass destruction, mass worldwide destruction will come about along with violence, along with violence. Paul says in Timothy chapter 3 that, that we must understand that in the latter days we will be living in perilous times, super perilous times, dangerous times. No more love on earth, no love where there's no love, where, where, where there's no obedience, there, there's no order, there's no peace anywhere, and not in any single corner of the earth. That is what's coming. So it will be very violent, it'll be very destructive, and it will be very disastrous. Now I know, I know a lot of you listening to me thinking, uh-oh, here we go, another kook, another kook, you know, holding up his sign at the corner, street corner, the end of the world is coming, get ready, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, ¿verdad? Ya se está cayendo los cielos. Fact is, that's what the Bible teaches. That's what's coming. That is what's coming. And, and like I said, I mean, it's kind of hard for us to, to, to think about that because we love this place so much. We love, we love life as it should be because it's a gift from God. But, but we love this place. We don't live like the first century church lived as far as, you know, with our minds on being citizens of another planet, of another world. When, when Pilate, uh, was interviewing Jesus, and Pilate asked Jesus, so you say you are a king? You say that I am, Jesus said, but my kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom that Jesus Christ is going to establish that will never end, because the Bible talks about a kingdom that will never end, a kingdom that will never end, a kingdom that will never be replaced. You know, throughout the history of mankind, kingdoms have arisen, and they're always replaced, right? But this kingdom will never be replaced. The kingdom of God. And it'll be twofold, like I said. Number one, very violent, very disastrous, but it'll also be very glorious <laughs> and very amazing. Amen. And very, very wonderful. Pastor, can you read for us uh, Revelations chapter 19? Revelations chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. 16. 11 through 16. 
And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. Verse 12, his eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, yes. and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his Ooh. name is called the Word of God. Ah. Verse 14, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. 15, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule with them with Praise a rod God. of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the, of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Verse 16. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and, and Lord, Lord of, of lords. Oh, hallelujah. The establishment of the kingdom that will never end. The establishment of the kingdom of God. The establishment of the reign of Jesus Christ. That will be glorious. <coughs> Pardon me. That will be glorious. That will be amazing. That will be beautiful. That will be completely super wonderful. Hallelujah. And I can't wait for that wonderful day. Whoo! Hallelujah. Praise God. It reminds me of an old Thrasher Brothers. That's an old gospel band. The old Thrasher Brothers song. Thrasher Hallelujah. Brothers. When the storm passes over. <laughs> Oh, be glad, let me stand in the hollow of thy hand. Keep me safe till the storm, it passes by. When that violent, disastrous storm comes to, like the world has never seen before, to destroy everything there is, it'll be replaced by a glorious, wondrous, beautiful kingdom that will never end the kingdom of our lord and savior jesus G jesus christ jesus is coming again maranatha 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 jesus is coming again get ready get ready get ready get ready this is a word of power a bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas.